you know more about what matters in your life because you listen to the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr. 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923, AM 1620. Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel. This half hour is presented by Gulf Coast Air Care, who is responsible for the information and opinions expressed during the show. Listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel, I'm Jenna Barr. 850-437-1620. If you feel something in your air, you should probably give Todd St. Orr's a call. <laughs> We yes. don't want anything in our Call air. Me. Yeah. Uh, and you can text this morning, 850-437-1620. Tot St. Ors is here with Gulf Coast Air Care. So I, I always do ask. the drumming on you the do. intro. Well, you know, I see it, like the glare Mike of Tyson. my face. Yeah. But isn't he kind of like Lou Ferrigno just a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, little I bit. can see that. You know. Yeah. This guy, you know. Lou Ferrigno. Same, we were just talking about yeah, him. I, I was such a so. sweetheart. So <laughs> sweet. Um, he, such so nice to talk to you too. Uh, hey, last time I saw you, you were heading for the Keys. It was awesome. It, it was awesome. It was a nice winter break. My wife had never been. We went and had a good time. We did have a blowout on the trailer on the way down there. Oh no! We have this but '63 model canned ham, and we went into a construction site because we were we were hauling butt and we had a blowout. <laughs> it was oh, not good. Boy. Well, but you know, it just kept us from camping out one night in the Everglades, which was you know it was kind of fun. So that's we went awesome. Across there, so yeah, it was great. We saw a manatee in the canal right where my buddy lives. So, anyways, it was good. I love that. Uh, I'm a huge manatee fan. I think they're just the cutest little sea cows. They're it, just adorable. And it was cold up here. It was warm down there, so perfect timing. You got out in the yeah. Nick we of time. took our bikes. We went bike riding. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. So. Uh, <laughs> Hey, 850-437-1620. You know what I remember about manatees real quick. During um, the initial part of the pandemic uh, back in March, April of 2020, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we couldn't go to the beaches. We couldn't do anything. I remember it was all shut yeah, down right, for right. like a, a period of time. We were finally able to go back. As soon as they said it, I just threw out. I was like, get in the car. We're going. We're going to the beach. I can't wait. We drove to our favorite spot, which I don't ever reveal on air. Right. And I'm but standing here, there in Pensacola? in Pensacola. Yeah. You saw a manatee up there here? There was a manatee. Wow. And I was very bummed because somebody swam out. I guess they had been drinking and were trying to pet it. And that's like rule number one. Like, you know, let's leave them alone as much as possible. There are areas where they let you pet them. Right. Um, but for the most part, especially if they're in the Gulf, like, yeah, the, the I'm one not we even saw joking. was kind of whitish and he had like yeah. mossy looking. I mean, he was gnarly looking like, dude, he was huge. He was probably 10 or 11 foot long. They're a little funky. Or it, he, she, whatever it was. The cow. Anyways, yeah, yeah. The sea cow. No, but it's really cool. I'm glad you're able to get away a little bit, refresh, and then come back oh to... Oh, my gosh. This uh, beautiful weather we're having. Perfect I, weather. You know, I came in the front. I was like, oh, well, let's do this a remote outdoors broadcast today. One this day. would be great. So. One day. That would be great. So. But it does mean, like, there's a lot of shifts and changes, ups and downs, right. backs and forths, uh, turning on your AC, turning on your heat. Right. I try and, to just and not turn And we know what happens on that. In, in, the, in those cases, I, 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 I had another you. one this week. They're like... Man, we're getting this funky odor, and I'm like, yeah, you went from heat to off to cool all in one day, or right. in the process of a day or two, and that you activate that biofilm that's on the air conditioner coil, and it just stinks like a wet dog or dirty gym bag, or you know, 
Like I, I had hockey players when I was a kid, when uh, my boys were little. Right. And man, their gear bags stink like some of these coils stink. Man, it is Ooh, bad. Oh, hockey players? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. The worst. Their gear is bad. Oh, it's the worst out so, of any of them. I used anyways. to work in a hockey rink. I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked in the, in the, in the, pro shop and I, ralph it was yeah not, not, fun. Good, not good so <laughs> if you're having those kind of issues it can be because it's a seasonal thing going on where your coil gets wet then it gets dry then it gets wet then it gets dry so you know people ask well what's the solution well you gotta have the coil needs to be clean for one thing because that's if it's dirty that's where that uh biofilm is coming from and it's usually microscopic their little tiny pits will get in there as the air conditioner ages and it's wet during air conditioning season the other solution that we have permanent long term is ultraviolet light that shines on there and it kills anything from growing during uh you know any microbial growth or you got the perfect storm in there because it's dark it's wet you got part particles and debris and allergens that get past the filter and so you want to kill that stuff from a from a biological standpoint. Yeah, and let's talk about resolutions for that. And again, if you have a question, 850-437-1620, because I guarantee you that people are probably going to keep making that call uh, because, you know, at night it does get chilly. We're feeling yeah, that, that chill in mm-hmm. the air, and it's that wet chill. So right. we're trying cool to... cool because of the humidity. Yeah. yeah, so we're trying to decrease the humidity and, and warm up even just a slight... It, it's a little clammy because the humidity is elevated. You know, it's if it's crisp, if it's cool and crisp, it feels dry, it just feels really nice. Right. That would be a lower humidity. But here in this climate, in this location, coastal, you know, humid Florida, we get a lot of humidity. And humidity and all that moisture, that's all, all the indoor air qualities that we see, 90% of them are moisture-driven issues that we find. Musty odors, uh, allergens, you know, people with breathing concerns and you know, indoor air quality issues, they're, they're, most of them are as a result of the moisture and the humidity that is not under control. And right now, if you're not running the air conditioner, you're not dehumidifying the house. So you're just at the mercy of what's going on there. So, Yes, absolutely. If hey. you have questions or concerns, call right. us, 850-934-2768. That's Gulf Coast Air Care. That's our office over in Gulf Breeze. Our website is gulfcoastaircare.com. And I just pulled the website up here on the thing. I, you know, I got some superstars on my team, and I don't have them on the website. I got to get with my web guy. And I got these young guys called the Young Guns that I hired, and we brought them into the industry, and they are doing a great job. And they're flexible enough to get in the attic where some of those places I can't fit. So thank goodness for the Young Guns. We got them out there today doing a, a little duck change for some people and, you know, cleaning up a funky, nasty, moldy air conditioner that Ooh. we found like, Oof. Ow. we find no. we find a lot of those right Jenna. i can Lots. imagine in this area especially <laughs> i i can it's it's definitely a wake-up call i met somebody who just moved here from california <laughs> and oh, i don't mean to laugh <laughs> todd st ours uh, i moved here from together. colorado 35 years ago and yeah. i'm like what is going on well it was oh just kind of funny she asked me because um it happened on a playground her kid was playing with my kids she was so sweet and they ran through a fire ant hill. Oh, and no. I was like, yeah, you definitely don't want to run. If you see those mounds, <laughs> you run the opposite direction. And then Stay you keep away. looking because they're like landmines. Well, anyways, right. she's like, okay, wait a second. There's fire ants. What is a fire ant? <laughs> I was like, all right, so listen, let's sit down. They're small and they're wicked. Yeah. And then she was saying, she immediately goes, 
can you just like maybe help me with other tips here? Because I feel like I don't know how to live in the Gulf Coast. Did you give her humidity hair tips like you uh, do for your, your Yeah, today obviously I didn't dude. follow the rules. <laughs> but <laughs> but I told her, yeah, you know, I, I told her a couple things because of air conditioning and, and heating and dehumidification. I was telling her those things too. I was like, because you're going to want your house comfortable right. and you're going to think, oh, I can deal with the humidity. I can deal with the heat. But really can your house can your duct system right, can right. your lungs deal with right, it right. over time and it's a comfort issue you know really it is and it can be a health issue when you know i always do my analogy about the bucket there being water in the bucket every house has some mold spores in it so that's water in the bucket the problem is when the bucket overflows then you have indoor air quality issues you have health impact and you have you know comfort issues because it's usually a humidity driven problem and yeah cali doesn't have humidity like what we have here and it's just no. it's a shocker for a lot of people that come from you know and there are other climates too i see people that come from heating climates but you know it gets humid up in uh tennessee or up in ohio in the summertime you'll have that hot humid summer you know how humid it gets on the west coast or in the east coast up there in uh you know jersey and new york yeah. and all that all that mass heats up and it's hot and sticky we have that year round here the humidity never goes away it's not seasonal no and so it'll it'll have an impact on your how you're living yeah and you just do a double double check too i always say do the double check uh, uh with your with your phone ask your phone like what look at the what's the temperature the humidity levels right. it's always going to be higher than 50 percent here <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, and sorry to tell you, an fire ants are everywhere too. Hey, eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. Todd, what are your thoughts on quote unquote reusable air filters? Um, so if they're washable, we used to sell those twenty seven, twenty six, twenty eight years ago. You cannot get all the particulate washed out of a reusable filter. An air filter is something that you use and change out and start with a fresh, clean piece of media. The, the spores and the allergens that those filters trap are microscopic. They're small. They can get into the respirable area in your body. So in other words, your upper and middle respiratory system, you can get those particles in there. So when you trap them in an air filter, trying to wash them out is a bad idea. The other question we get oftentimes is these electrostatic ones, you know. You know how you rub a balloon on your hair and your hair sticks up with static electricity? Because of our humidity, we don't get that static electricity. And in the same vein, the air conditioner filter that has a static electrostatic um, layer in it, it doesn't work. There's too much humidity here. Go with a good piece of media or a good pleated filter and throw it away. Change your filter. If you don't have a good air filter, then you are one. You are one. Yeah, I, I, I do not like a reusable filter. I saw that question and it kind of yeah, that's immediately what you I knew thought the of. Did, yeah. um, mostly because it's not like washing a pair of jeans, right? You know, or or a t-shirt. You, you there's there's multiple layers in those washable filters, and you you can't get it clean. You can get it to where it looks better than it did, but I can tell you there is allergens and spores and particulate and dust and you know indoor air pollution that you can't see trapped in that filter and then you're going to put it back in there after you've wet it so if you have a seed and it's inactive it's not growing you wet it what happens it sprouts it grows same things going on in your air filter with when you re-wet a, a filter and clean it 
you could be reactivating those spores and allergens to where they sporulate or, you know, produce more mycotoxins or whatever it is. Don't use a re- reusable filter. And, you know, I'm, I'm biased. I'll come out and say it. I'm in the filter business. So if we can help you with a good filter solution, call us, 850-934-2768, uh, gulfcoastaircare.com. You can order replacement filters through our website. Uh, there's a tab on there, and uh, we, we will get your filter shipped out to you. It's something, you know, if you have an oddball size, like, man, I cannot find this size. There's a lot of standard filters that are not very common. So we can help you with that. We've got all the sizes for our AirSafe frame in stock. Um, we can order stuff for you if you need. I, I see people using these two and four inch big pleated filters, and uh, those are great. It, you have to change those out probably quarterly or at a very maximum semi-annually. And that usually is something that's done with a service call by your service provider, whoever. Okay, excellent. Again, 850-437-1620. Uh, Going to hop on over to duct cleaning mm-hmm. a little bit. Todd St. Orris is here with Gulf Coast Air Care. It's 948 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel, so get those questions in this morning. Um, can uh, Here's the question. I'm sorry. Uh, if there is dark gray soot around my vents, does that mean that I have a leak in my air duct? Probably. Yeah, so what we find a lot of cases is so you have a 10 by 6 register on the ceiling it's blowing out in the living room sure. and you've got a bunch of buildup on the register itself or right on the ceiling adjacent radiating out that when you take that vent down off the ceiling it's probably cut the sheetrock's cut bigger than that 10 by 6 opening so the boot comes through and that's where the vent attaches but if you look at the sheetrock it's cut a quarter and eighth an inch around there and that's a dust pathway from the attic side into the vent box and onto the register and then you know so you got hot and cold air mixing you got a pathway for dust and particulate and allergens coming from the attic when the airflow blows through the duct it sucks on that little gap around there so we when we do a duct cleaning process when we have the register down we just fix that little gap with some sealant or mastic and it takes care of that it's called the boot to sheetrock gap so you can take them down sometimes when you take that vent down it doesn't look it's like oh that's barely anything right well that all that system's under pressure and if you have an airflow uh, pathway there you're going to get particulate that comes from the attic side gosh i've you know i've been in two attics already this week that had rodent damage they've had mice rats squirrels what they leave behind is definitely not healthy for you and you don't want that infiltrating into the house into the conditioned space so sealing up you know this little gap we're talking about is usually 10 to 15 percent of the total leakage in the system and you have a house with 10 12 vents in there mm-hmm. imagine how much stuff is coming in you can see it you, it you look at the ceiling you look at the register and you see all this black stuff's like wow where is that coming from mm. and i can tell you okay excellent thank you for answering mm-hmm. that question 850-437-1620 if you have a question for todd st Norris from gulf coast air care uh we'll have a let's see here oh i see a question coming in but i'm gonna i have to read it first hey any uh, Let, let's talk briefly about the march newsletter special okay. and we're in the season where we're preparing for that long seasonal air conditioning run you know the, those units will come on for sure end of april may june july august september so if you're having troubles that you 
survived last year and you haven't done anything about them, now is the time to get a whole house performance test. We're, we've marked that. My guys, they're just not happy with me. They're like, why do you keep marking this home performance test down so much for the special? You know, it's it's really involved. Well, I want everybody to understand what's going on with their indoor air quality. So we're doing the home performance test this month for 197 bucks. And, you know, that takes two guys a couple hours to measure all the airflow, check the house leakage, check the duct leakage, do a thorough inspection at your house. So if you have questions or concerns about, you know, like, God, this house is not comfortable. I got all this going on. It might be time for a home performance test with our uh, blower door infiltrometer system. Um, I mean, it's pretty high tech stuff. We, we pull out a lot of our toys and a lot of our stuff to kind of help you figure out r- what's going on. I won't guess at anything. If right. you just guess, you're not testing it. It, it. You know, it's you're just you're not doing the right thing. And, and so I get data on everything, and then we figure out exactly what's going on: airflow, leakage, uh, air exchange, all of that. So that's in our March newsletter. I don't have a physical copy of the newsletter for you this morning because it's still at the printer. So, but that's what we're doing. Call us eight five zero nine three four. 2768 we're over in gulf breeze we are licensed contractors in florida and in alabama and we will help you if you've got questions or concerns need a second opinion you know somebody said oh you need to do this and if you're wondering what that means or if that's really necessary call me i'll be happy to talk to you about whatever concerns you have going so you you've read you got a question you get one yes um do i need to change my air filter every single month or now even though i haven't been running my air filter yeah you know that that's a great question air conditioning i'm sorry so in february march you have some time where your air doesn't run you open the windows up it's kind of nice the same thing happens in uh october november kind of part of december so if it's not dirty you don't have to change it you know look at it and see you can kind of see on the face Pop of it, it out, yeah. is it got a bunch of buildup in there if it's got a little bit go ahead and change it but if you feel like you haven't run the air conditioner very much in the last six or eight weeks let it go for a couple more weeks and then change it out so yeah that that's a good one you know because there are a couple of parts in the season in july your air conditioner runs a lot more than it does in february or march and you're going to be changing more frequently so you're going to make up those extra filter changes in june july and august when you know we're in the heat of the summer but now you know if it doesn't look dirty let it go for a couple more weeks and check it again okay good Good, question great question Good question. If you got any more questions, 850-437-1620. If I continue to see high humidity in my house, Mm -hmm. even though I am running the dehumidifier in the bathrooms, does that mean that my uh, AC unit is too big for my home? You know, that's Mm -hmm. a common issue that we find. Okay. If you have two, if you need three tons and you have four tons, that thing doesn't run long enough to dehumidify because it's big enough to pull the temperature down in eight minutes in a cycle and it shuts off. Really, you want 16, 17 minutes in that cycle. These are hypothetical numbers, obviously. Sure, sure. But you want that run time to pull the humidity out while the air conditioner is running. During heating, you're not getting any dehumidification. And she mentioned in the bathrooms, always, always, always use the bath fan because the bath fan will take that bulk moisture from a bath or shower and dump it out of the building envelope and get it out of the house so that the air conditioner or, you know, the opening the doors and windows so you don't have to try and get it out that way. And that portable dehumidifier is kind of an inefficient way i mean they're, they're much more efficient ways but that's a great start is that portable if you can get it hooked up to a dedicated drain where you don't have to 
empty that tank all the time, that's great. But yeah, run that dehumidifier because right now with this weather, it's not warm enough to really call for air conditioning to run long enough to dehumidify the house. Right. It doesn't feel like it yet, but then this no, weekend, there, <laughs> this we're weekend it, it might, uh, it might start to feel like H- that. Have you got another one? Because I. Um, yeah, this one was just about what do you uh, do? You do drain cleaning, or can I do it myself? Um, yeah, so I want everybody. If you've got a tea there, put some vinegar down through that thing, and then um, chase it with some warm water through the condensate drain. Um, if you if you have a shop vac, you can go outside and find that hose and suck that thing out. There's probably not much water in there because we've been minimally running air conditioning. The only time you get water in that condensate drain is when the air conditioner is running. So, and you can look on the ground right now. I've looked at several of them. There's a bunch of white, I don't know, powdery or white looking stuff from when it dripped last summer and it just kind of dried up out there that's an indication that was just stuff coming out of the drain and you need to take care of it but don't use bleach because bleach if you get it in inside in the drain pan on the coil fins it eats up the coil fins so you want to use just cheap white vinegar put two cups of it down there let it sit 10 minutes and then chase it with two cups of hot water it'll flush that drain out get that thing clean and then throughout the summertime you want to clean that you know i tell people when you change a filter just go ahead and dump some vinegar down through that hole um and down through that pipe and uh, that that will keep you out of trouble. Vinegar's cheap. Service calls and backed up drains and floods and that is not fun and it's not inexpensive. Vinegar down the pipe. That's it. That's cheap it. Cheap white vinegar, you know. All right. Right now we don't have any more questions, but if you do want to squeeze in a last minute question, we have about two minutes roughly left with Todd St. Norris from Gulf Coast Air Care. So we had some humidity questions. I want to tell everybody, get a hygrometer, H-Y-G-R-O-M-E-T-E-R, hygrometer. It's a portable little digital gadget. You can move it around the house. It measures temperature and humidity. The zone you want to shoot for is 50%. Uh, relative humidity if you're above 60 you're going down the mold road you just got enough moisture in the house enough humidity to sustain microbial growth if you're 50 down to 40 that's the comfort zone that's a sweet spot my house i got a whole house dehumidifier we run at 44 percent. it's totally awesome crisp clean comfortable good you got one more yeah one squeeze it in yes um this text in says is it best to have your bathroom vent uh vent it through the roof rather than simply into the attic space Um, The old code used to allow for it to be within 12 inches of the ridge vent. The new building code says it has to go out of the building envelope. I like it to go out of the building envelope because you're going to pull that bulk moisture and dump it back in the attic. It's just going to find its way back into the house. So I like that vent to go through the soffits or to a dedicated vent that goes out of the building envelope. And that's what it requires in the current code. If you have an old uh, house set up, you don't have to come up to current code. It's just a good idea to get that bulk moisture out of the building. Okay, excellent. Call us. We can help you with that. 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com on the web. Perfect. And again, reiterate um, your March newsletter special. Oh, home performance test. We normally charge three twenty-five for this test, and we're doing it for one ninety-seven. And it's uh, air air duct performance, HVAC leakage, and house leakage, and a thorough inspection and a report. I mean, you, you're not going to find. 
I don't want my buddies in the out of the area to find out that I'm doing this because they'll call me crazy. Like, what are you doing? That's a thousand dollar test. Well, yeah, in Atlanta or crazy. in yeah in in Ohio or you know in Kansas maybe, but we're doing it here because it's important, and I, I like for people to have their information and understand what's going on. Gulf okay. Coast Air Care, 850-934-2768 or Gulf Coast Air Care on the web. I will see you, girl, in two weeks. Thank you, Todd. I will catch up with you soon. <laughs> GulfCoastAirCare.com. Avalon HR is joining us next after a Fox News and local news update with Mark Jacobs in the newsroom.